We shall fight with growing confidence and growing strength in the air. We shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight on the landing grounds. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. We shall never surrender until in God's good time, the new world with all its power and might steps forth to the rescue and the liberation of people. In times of universal deceit, truth is the only rebellion left. On today's show, more about what's wrong with the Republican Party. Why in the world can't elected Republicans get the issues right when it comes to populism, patriotism, nationalism, diversity, equity, and inclusion, CRT, and all else woke? Today I'm going to highlight yet another conservative Republican leader who proved that he was not conservative nor a leader all along. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion. Good morning and welcome to The Rebellion. Thank you for listening into the show. Today's topic is diversity, equity, and inclusion, DEI. If you've paid attention to the discussion involving education at all, you've heard this acronym, DEI. Many of our universities, most of our state universities, many of our private colleges, even Christian colleges, are hiring chief DEI officers. They're adding to the administrative overhead of the educational system by creating a completely new administrative division and department. A chief executive officer for diversity, equity, and inclusion, and all the support staff thereunder. And why? Because this has become a priority for education. Not only education, I should add here, but it's trickling down into all of culture. You hear about DEI in the President's State of the Union address. You hear about it in your local corporate HR offices. You hear about this all over the place. Well, of course we believe in diversity, in equity, and in inclusion, don't we? Who, who in their right mind would call these bad things? This is the discussion right now prevailing across the land when it comes to how we get along as people, how we're going to structure our culture, and what we're going to teach the next generation to hold dear, what the sumum bonum would be, the highest good, the, the things that we value most, diversity, equity, and inclusion, are right up there at the top of the list, if not at the very pinnacle of our cultural discussion right now. So today I want to talk about DEI, and I want to talk about a conservative, quote-unquote, Republican's response to this particular concept, DEI, on a recent television program, a news show, down in Oklahoma City. The Republican I'm going to talk about is Todd Lamb. Now, if you've been involved in politics in Oklahoma at all over the last decade or so, you know who Todd is. Todd Lamb is a former FBI agent who served as a state senator here in Oklahoma as a young man, and then he was elected as lieutenant governor and served in that capacity under a Republican governor named Mary Fallon. After Mary Fallon termed out, Todd ran for governor, obviously as a Republican. Now, at the time, many considered Todd to be the obvious choice, the perfunctory winner. Uh, he was polling well ahead of any of the other GOP candidates during that particular primary. At least he was at the beginning. Why? Well, he had been a senator. He had been lieutenant governor. He talked like a conservative, and he politicked and campaigned like a conservative. He was on my campus at one time. He's a nice person. I like Todd as a human being. But he didn't win the primary. Kevin Stitt did, and Kevin Stitt now serves as our governor. 
Why? Well, I'm going to argue that many conservatives thought something was wrong. It just didn't feel right. There was an intuitive suspicion that something was wrong, that conservative values and principles weren't necessarily the core of Todd's campaign. We just felt like Kevin Stitt might be more conservative than Todd Lamb and others. And therefore, we voted for him instead of Todd in that particular primary for the GOP nominee for the governor of Oklahoma. I was among those. I endorsed Kevin Stitt. And I'll stand by my endorsement. I think I was right. Now, you know if you listen to the show at all, I haven't been hesitant to challenge Governor Stitt if I think he has been wrong on given conservative issues, and I've also applauded him in many situations when he's right, and he's been right a lot more often than he's been wrong, in my view. And he's been right. He's been conservative. He's been morally consistent, ethically, logically, ontologically, epistemologically, politically consistent, and conservative much more so than Todd Lamb would have been. And I've got proof today of that point. Because Todd Lamb just made a comment on a TV show down in Oklahoma City where he's implicitly, if not explicitly and overtly, endorsing diversity, equity, and inclusion, DEI, as a governing principle for the people of Oklahoma and as a driving priority of education and employment law here in the state of Oklahoma. And I'm going to tell you why this is wrong and what's wrong with DEI, and why in the world would a conservative Republican be imbibing this Kool-Aid and then parroting this nonsense in the public square? Let's take a break, and when I get back, I'll play an audio clip of former Lieutenant Governor Todd Lamb's comments just this past week on a show down in Oklahoma City called Flashpoint. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion. Let's take a break, and I'll be right back in a couple minutes. In 1978, George and Kate Tedford set out to protect Oklahoma businesses better. Today, their son and our CEO, Mark Tedford, is excited to carry on his family's legacy. Professional liability, compliance, property, workers' comp, health and life. Tedford Insurance's dedicated team gives you access to the nation's largest insurance providers, negotiates the best rates, and protects their own legacy like no one else. Call 918-299-2345 or tedfordinsurance.com. The Patriot Auto Group, locally owned and operated. The Patriot family of dealerships takes great pride in supporting the communities we serve throughout the great state of Oklahoma. The Patriot Auto Group's charitable work has been recognized throughout Oklahoma. Whether it's visiting one of our local dealerships or simply shopping and buying online with our doorstep delivery, the Patriot Auto Group takes the stress out of buying a new or used vehicle. And every purchase comes with our exclusive peace of mind, Patriot Pledge. You get engines for life, plus one-year maintenance and 10 full years of roadside assistance, plus so much more. Sure, we can sell you a car, But supporting our community and lending a hand to our neighbors in need? Sold. The Patriot Auto Group. Proud Oklahomans in the communities we serve. Okay, so welcome back to The Rebellion. I want to start out this segment of the show by playing this audio clip. It's on a show with Channel 4 down in Oklahoma City. The show is called Flashpoint. 
the anchor person, the anchorman, is Kevin Ogle. And what you're going to hear in this audio clip is the anchor asking a question about DEI. Prior to that, however, you're going to hear the tail end of the clip that led up to this question, where the, um, the news reel is featuring a quote from a state representative from Stillwater who is challenging the pejorative label of DEI as, as if it's a boogeyman like CRT. Now, what she's doing is she's lumping the two together there. DEI and CRT, in her view, have both been pejoratively labeled and stereotyped as a boogeyman that's going to come out and get you. And if we just discuss this stuff rationally, we'd recognize that there's no monster under the bed, everything is fine, and CRT is good as well as DEI. That's her bias as she makes this comment. So I want you to listen to her, and then I want you to listen to the question from the anchorman. And then the next person to talk will be Todd Lamb, former lieutenant governor of Oklahoma, who is part of this program, and he'll respond to this issue of DEI and the definition of it, and he'll set that up for then our new chancellor for higher education in Oklahoma to comment in opposition to our newly elected Secretary of Education, Secretary of Public Instruction here in Oklahoma, Ryan Walters. So the bad guy here in this whole scenario is Ryan Walters because he's asking the entire educational establishment across Oklahoma to provide information, give us the details as to how much money you're spending on DEI. Ryan Walters is asking for that. This show is kind of responding to that request from Ryan Walters, and Todd Lamb is leading in that response. So that's the context of this clip. Representative Trish Ranson of Stillwater calls DEI training critical, saying it's how schools like Oklahoma State University increase their graduate numbers. I worry about the, the villainizing of the concept of diversity, equity, and inclusion. It's almost gotten that CRT type of boogeyman type of feel to it. All right, that was our Nick Camper reporting. Thank you, Nick. DEI, diversity, equity, and equity inclusion. inclusion. Mm -hmm. Is it a bad word? Is it a bad acronym? I think it depends on how it's how it's uh, applied and how it's part of the education system. And uh, Nick made a pretty good point, and, and Representative Branson said the same thing from Stillwater. Uh, there's a there's a definition of DEI, and there's a public perception. Mm. of DEI, and they're not always the same. I think that's part of the challenge that we're seeing in Oklahoma. And I think this gets to the point you're making, to turn it back to our guest, the new state superintendent, mm -hmm. Ryan Walters, which this is for another show, but we're pretty siloed in Oklahoma. K-12 is a silo. You're smiling. Higher ed is a silo. The state superintendent said, I want to know how much college universities are spending on DEI. Sent that request all out, and then... Regent Turpin told us that you put a follow-up letter of communication to your presidents, comply uh, to the best of your ability in an expeditious manner to Superintendent Walters. I'll just make a note. I was, in a, I was surprised a little bit um, at your agreeability because you're constitutional. You have your own department. You are the chancellor. You don't really have to work with the state superintendent. She didn't have to respond. Is right, what you're right, saying. right. Okay. Todd Lamb was just asked, is DEI a bad thing? And his response was, well, I think it depends on how it's applied and how it's defined. And then he sets up 
the new chancellor of higher education to respond to that in juxtaposition to Ryan Walters, our superintendent of public instruction, who has asked the educational establishment across the board, K through 12, as well as higher education, to provide information as to how much money they're spending on DEI as a priority for the educational program, curriculum, and administrative overhead. And Todd Lamb could have said, this is a problem, and here's why it's a problem. And rather than saying that, he says, well, it depends on how it's defined and how it's applied. Now, (laughs) okay, now I'm going to respond. The rest of the show is responding to Todd Lamb's equivocation. Frankly, what he said is shameful. It's intellectually shallow. It's morally ambiguous. And it's, (sighs) it opens the door to a neo-Marxist agenda being elevated to an acceptable standard within higher education as well as K-12 through education throughout our entire state. And he's saying it depends on how it's applied? This is why Todd Lamb was not elected governor. This is why he couldn't even win the primary, the GOP primary, in Oklahoma, the reddest of red states. Conservatives could smell a skunk during that primary season, and I was one of them. True conservatives intuitively knew that something was wrong. I mean, my land, what Todd Lamb just did was throw the first good conservative superintendent of public construction we've ever had in the state of Oklahoma, at least in recent years, at least, at least in modern times. Ryan Walters is a blessing. Lord help us if somebody else would have won that election rather than Ryan Walters. And what Todd Lamb, a former leader of the Republican Party here in the state of Oklahoma just did, is throw Ryan Walters under the bus by overtly implying that he doesn't understand, that Ryan Walters really doesn't understand DEI and what it is. Well, because it depends on how we define it and how it's applied. That implicitly suggests that Ryan Walters doesn't understand it and is not applying it properly. And furthermore, he's implying that you and I are too dumb to figure this out too. That's what you just heard out of Todd Lamb. Now, he'll deny that, but listen to what he's saying. Why in the world would he answer that way when the concept being debated is explicitly grounded in critical theory and class conflict? It's grounded in Marxist ideology. That is a fact. I understand DEI, thank you. I know what the words diversity, equity, and inclusion mean within within the current zeitgeist of our cultural conversation. So I'm not too dumb to figure this out, Mr. Lamb, and neither are you as you're listening to this program. Our public perception, to use his words, our public perception, after all, I guess he thinks it's so poorly informed, that we misunderstand the reality of what DEI really is. Because there's a difference here in terms of public perception and the reality of what diversity, equity, and inclusion really does within our educational system as well as our entire culture. That's what Todd Lamb just said. And frankly, that's nonsense. It's literal nonsense. It's akin to saying that there's the public perception of neo-Marxism, LGBTQIA, CRT, SJW, BLM. There's the public perception to all of that. And then there's the reality. The reality that those of us who are enlightened and smarter than the average Joe out on the street, 
There's the difference between the public's perception of neo-Marxism and the reality of what good it can do for our culture if we just start elevating our expenses by increasing additional administrative overhead all across the educational establishment for the sake of these higher values and ideals of DEI. Now, frankly, that's insulting. It's pedantic pandering at its worst. And it makes me angry, and it should make you angry, too. There are many reasons, there are many reasons that this garbage should be refuted by any true conservative, or any classical liberal, for that matter. And I'll just cite a few here. One reason is it's divisive. Diversity. I've told you before on this show, I was the president of a university. I wasn't the president of a diversity. Now, diversity if it's applied properly, if you understand how it's supposed to be applied, Mr. Lamb, is not a bad thing. But diversity within the DEI model is explicitly and intentionally divisive. It divides people. It's driven by dividing rather than uniting. Its entire agenda is grounded in us against them, you against me, blacks against whites, whites against blacks, gays against straights, straights against gay, the 99% against the one. It is the textbook example, poster child, of balkanization, division rather than unity. That is what diversity means in the concept of DEI. Why? Because it is grounded in Marxist theory, in critical theory, in dividing rather than uniting. It feeds off of a divided states of America rather than a united states of America. And moreover, it makes education a diversity rather than a university. And that's why Ryan Walters and Governor Stitt are rightly asking for us to make a correction. We're going the wrong direction here. We're running away from unity and we're running toward division under the banner of diversity. Frankly, this is the age-old Marxist argument of there are only a limited number of pieces to the pie, and if you have more, then you've got mine. You took my piece of the pie, and therefore I'm going to demand that I get some of that pie back because you've got too much. Now, what Republican in his right mind would buy into that broken worldview? I mean, part of the Republican ideal and part of the Republican platform itself is that there isn't just one pie. That through human initiative and entrepreneurship and personal responsibility, you can bake more pies. There isn't just one. And we're not all fighting over pieces of the pie. We can bake a lot more of them. And we can stop fighting over what we think is a limited amount. Free enterprise, capitalism, the entrepreneurial spirit is grounded in production. It's grounded in the ability to create. It's grounded in a biblical worldview, quite frankly, because we replicate our creator by creating more. This worldview of diversity is divisive. It's grounded in class conflict and fighting over what's limited rather than what can be created. It's, it's driven by critical theory rather than a belief in a creator. And Todd Lamb is parroting this. I don't know if he knows it or not, but regardless of whether he's doing it ignorantly or knowingly, he's parroting neo-Marxist priorities and ideology. Here's another reason why DEI is wrong, and conservatives should stand against it. 
it's predicated on blame rather than responsibility. It's your fault rather than mine. Is basically the, the driving priority, the driving impetus. The basic default position of the entire worldview is to look out the window and blame everybody you see out there rather than look in the mirror and take personal, personal responsibility for what you see. This, this worldview, DEI, teaches students to point the finger rather than to play as a team. Does that make sense? And don't you see that in our culture right now? We're always looking out the window and saying, it's their fault, it's their fault. We never turn around and look in the mirror and say, well, it might be my fault. We're going to point the finger of accusation at everybody else rather than accept the responsibility to play together as a team for an ultimate victory. And, and we, if you've ever played on any sport, if you've ever been on a team, you know that that is a recipe for disaster. You're not going to win anything if you're constantly looking at others and blaming them rather than taking personal responsibility to do your job and to work together rather than constantly complaining about and blaming other people for whatever's wrong. Okay, so it's divisive and it's predicated on blame rather than personal responsibility. It's your fault. It's not mine. And we're going to celebrate diversity rather than work toward unity. So here's a third reason. A third reason that DEI is problematic, to say the least, is that it's racism. DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion, is a racist philosophy. Pure and simple. It categorizes people by the color of their skin. Do you hear me? It's the antithesis. It's the opposite of MLK's dream. It's the, it's the Marxist nightmare, quite frankly. It, you judge people by appearance rather than character. And moreover, it's the opposite of the Bible. It actually encourages the eye to say to the hand, I have no need of you. It cuts off your nose to spite your face. DEI is grounded in racist assumptions classist assumptions. It's judging people because of what you see rather than who they actually are and how they behave. It, it's Again, I said it earlier, it's blacks against whites, whites against blacks, males against females, females against males, young against the old, the old against the young, us against them, the 99% against the one. That's the premise. That's the driving force behind DEI. And the Apostle Paul said, the eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you. Well, this encourages the eye to say to the hand, you're not an eye, and therefore you need to be canceled, silenced, and censored. You're verboten. I have no need of a hand. I'm an eye. It's the opposite of MLK's dream. Like I said, it's a Marxist nightmare. And Todd Lamb apparently doesn't understand that. And here's another reason. I'm not done yet. I've got several more, as long as I've got time in the show. DEI disparages equality. Why do they say equity? Because equality is a product of white privilege. In fact, DEI says all men are not created equal. They don't want equal opportunity, because that's just an argument from white privilege. Equal opportunity is not a good thing anymore. Equality is not a good thing. Equality is not even the goal. A level playing field is not what they want. Equity means redistribution of power and wealth from top down, from big brother down, and tilting the field so that someone has to run uphill the entire game to the advantage of the person who gets to run downhill during the game. Does that sound fair to you? 
Is that right? Is that equality? No, that's equity. That's what they mean when they talk about equity. It's the antithesis of equal opportunity from the bottom up. And it teaches children that if they fail, it's someone else's fault. It's never their own. One more thing. I've got, I've got several more here. DEI doesn't want competition. Okay? They're not interested in competition because the game's always rigged. Excellence is always sacrificed for the average. That's what they want, equity. They want average outcome. They want equitable outcomes. They don't want you and I or anybody else to compete. And therefore, when there is no competition and you're satisfied with average, that's what you're going to get. And that's not a recipe for success. You don't win when you're average as a culture, as a country, as a family, as a community. No one loses in the, at least philosophically so, if there are no winners. And they believe that winners are the product of systemic racism. And therefore, we need to get rid of winners and we need to just equally distribute everything. It's the ultimate participation trophy, quite frankly, and it perpetuates adolescence and a juvenile spirit within our culture. Our DEI also breaks one of the Ten Commandments. I've talked about this before. It encourages coveting. I'm going to covet yours because you've got more than me and I deserve mine. Give me the same amount that you have. Give me some of yours so that we both have equity. That's the point. And another problem with DEI is it doesn't work. The outcome is more racism rather than less. Statistically, we know that to be a fact. Since the election of Barack Obama, racism has doubled. Racist attitudes have doubled in both the white population and the black population in the United States. That's a statistical fact. Now, why? It's because Barack Obama brought into his administration this whole attitude of looking around and judging people by color rather than character, of actually implementing into our culture these neo-Marxist ideas. Why? Because Barack Obama was trained as a neo-Marxist. That's why he brought these ideas to the table, and we imbibed the lie. And apparently Todd Lamb is among those. So here's my point. We aren't talking about unity and equality and opportunity. Why? Why aren't we talking about unity, equality, and opportunity rather than diversity, equity, and inclusion? Because unity, equality, and opportunity are now pejoratively categorized as the boogeyman, because that's language that is representative of systemic racism, white privilege. And we need to get rid of those ideas and start talking about neo-Marxist ideas of diversity, equity, and inclusion. And we need to start funding it in our schools. That's why Ryan Walters is asking good questions. So diversity divides. This is a summary. Diversity divides. It doesn't unify. Today's discussion within the DEI model is divisive. It divides rather than unifies. It's divided states rather than a united states. It's a diversity rather than a university. And that's not good. Equity blames. It blames you for my problems. It pits one group against the other. It says, I want equal outcome. I don't want equality of opportunity. Because opportunity implies 
personal responsibility and personal culpability. You have to actually do something. And those that do more and work harder and have more skills should actually prevail at the end of the day. Equity stands against that common sense and that logic. Now, here's the thing on inclusion. Inclusion is essentially a philosophy of denial. Inclusion denies science. It denies reality. It denies sanity. It denies adulthood. It denies sin. It's an entire agenda that's driven by feelings rather than facts. If I feel like I'm a woman, then I should be included because I am a woman. If I feel like I'm black, even though I'm not, I should be included because I identify as black. If I feel like you're a bigot, then you are one because I feel that way and the facts don't matter. If I feel like the earth is dying, then so be it. It doesn't matter if the data shows that the climate alarmists are cooking the books for political gain and power. If I feel like masks work, then they do, even though the data shows they don't. If I feel like you're a racist, then you are. You triggered me. Inclusion is a philosophy of denial. It denies science. It denies reality. It denies science. It denies common sense. Inclusion is the ultimate Orwellian spin. It's the ministry of inclusion that tells everybody else that Big Brother said so, therefore, that's real. And Todd Lamb doesn't understand anything I just said. Or even worse, maybe he does, and he doesn't care. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion.